All right, we move into our wellness corner now, talking self-love today, self-care and relationships. Welcoming Yvette Rachikopa, who is NLP practitioner. Yvette, good morning to you again. How are you this morning? Morning, Azonda. I am well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I mean, these days, the best love is self-love. And this is doing the things that are good for you consistently. And the journey involves not only recognizing the importance of making time in your schedule for yourself, but also focusing on activities that can improve your emotional, mental, and physical health as well. So we'll talk about this now. And our guest, obviously, Uyvet, is going to unpack it for us and uh, what is serving us uh, and what no longer serves us in our existence is what we'll, we'll touch on. Yvette, let's talk self-love first uh, because we're touching on uh, two things self-love self-care and relationships three things self-love what is it um self-love is basically you know the quote treat yourself like somebody that you love you know and when you love somebody you really want them to be happy you know you want them to be well and it's that it's you know prioritizing your own well-being and happiness so self-love is basically just looking at the things that we usually do when we're doing for others and then we forget to do for ourselves, you know, like how do you maintain your peace? Um, how do you make sure that you progress in life? How do you make sure that you do the things that make you happy and, and, and create well-being for yourself, meaning your physical, your mental, your emotional um, and different parts of your well-being? So that's hard to say what self-love is. Coming to self-care, I mean, self-care and self-love, they sound quite familiar, but uh, they're quite different, you say? Yes, I think um, they kind of throw into each other because, I mean, when you love yourself, you take care of yourself, right? And that's why I say, you know, like, for example, it's easier for a mother, you know, to pour love into a child. You know, to remember that this person has to eat, to remember all their schedules. Um, I want them to grow, to think of all the goals they want for that for the child, you know, and sometimes even for other loved ones. So self-care falls into self-love, and it's really just um, self-love in action, you know, and looking down and saying, okay, these are the areas in my life that I need to care for myself, and these are the things that I can do to show that I care for myself in that area. So I think that's where... Um, the, the, it falls into place, I suppose, the way the one kind of feeds off the other. You know, when you say you love yourself, because love is a doing word, right? It's mm. a verb. And when we say that, we have to action it out. And self-care is the action that we take when we're showing to show that we love ourselves and to pour love into ourselves because love is an action. It's not just a feeling. Even when it comes to yourself, you know, when you say I love myself, it's like you have to now do things to support um, that what you say or what you believe. And self-care is exactly that. You cite the example of a mother when you're making an example of the self-care. I mean, that's what we, you know, do. We care for others. Is it a, a, a women uh, who struggle mostly, you find, with this concept of self-care and self-love? Definitely. Um, I think just it's just the way our social structures have been built, right? Um, women have been nurturers naturally, but also we've also been programmed to be nurturers and we've also been programmed really to put ourselves aside, right? Put your dreams aside and to take care of others. And sometimes we also just tend to forget ourselves as women. Um, you know, self-care is not a, a, a gender thing, really. Everybody needs to take care of themselves, you know. Men also struggle with self-care because they have been maybe mainly socialized to put aside their self for 
awareness, to maybe put, you know, financial and, and, and work first before the emotional and all those things are important in order for one to develop, to grow. So, but women do tend to forget themselves more because we've been taught to uh, socialize, to prioritize everybody else except ourselves, you mm. know. And yeah, even with the sessions that I have, a lot of times with women coming in, but also men don't come in as often because they haven't been given the tools to say, oh, your emotions are also important. So there's that part for both genders, I think. And we need to change that when it comes to men. Uh, let's talk now relationships, because a lot of times when you are with someone, everything becomes in unison or in union. Uh, and, uh, you know, one forgets to, you know, still be self in that uh, setup. But that's quite important as well, mm-hmm. to, to be able to be yourself, to, to practice that self-love and self-care. It also does you know, wonders and great things for your relationship. So how mm-hmm. does one uh, and their partner become, you know, healthy and uh, practice self-love and self-care while also caring for you, uh, one another? That is such a good question. I mean, you can't give to your partner what you don't have for yourself. And the thing is, when we often forget ourselves, right, to nurture ourselves, to still go for our dreams, to still do all those things, we kind of now start to project resentment onto our relationships. You know, you didn't do this for me. You know, I'm not where I want to be because of, Mm. I put, you know, but the truth is a lot of times we put ourselves aside. We forget our own dreams. We do that. And it's so easy to fall into that, right? Like, just the same way, like a relationship between a mother and a child or a father and child or family and and children and all those stuff. And then you forget yourself and then your kids go Diversity and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm mm. still an individual. Who am I? And then you have to start all over again, type of thing. Um, so, even in relationships, you know, it's quite important to take care of yourself because, again, you can't give to others and then you're giving from being depleted, you know, because self love has different areas. It's not just about bubble bath, you know, there's your finances, there's your there's different areas. So, in our relationships, in order to make sure that we thrive in those relationships together and as individuals, because as individuals, you still have your needs, right? You still have your friendships that you need to nurture. Like even seeing your friends is also an act of self-love, making time for that because you need to connect with others um, in order to just, you know, grow and develop as a human being. That's a natural need. Um, So in the relationship, you still need to set your own goals as an an individual and also set goals as in unison. You know, sometimes people love to do self-things together, but it's also good to have your own little things in your own little corner to just plan your life, to plan your goals, to check if you're on track and do all those things and in a relationship I always advise people that you know really write down things and have time make time to say okay these are our goals this is what we want to excel in and this is also how I'm going to prioritize for example if you know personally that time alone because you might be an introvert in your relationship right mm. and time alone is what you need to fill your cup it's your responsibility to go and say okay i'm going to schedule you know a retreat for myself i'm going to schedule some time alone and also communicate these things to your partner so that they can also understand where you're coming from and sometimes people genuinely don't understand because they're not you they're not in your body they can't have self-awareness for you and that's why self-care is so important so that you know you're not um, frustrated over things that maybe your partner or the people that you're building relationship with do not understand or don't need, even have an awareness of. So that's where kind of soft love falls into that we can't give if we, you know, we don't even understand what we want. Sometimes you're like, you're not supporting me. Mm-hmm. But have you sat down and made, made time to really understand what it is that you want? Have you sat down and made time to look at your goals and communicate, this is the kind of support that I need from you? And um, have you sat down and said, okay, this is the time I need so that your partner can 
also prepare and make maybe have their own thing. You know, while you're having your night, yes, they're having their own night. You know, while they're you're reading and developing yourself, they're also working on like their own intellectual goals. You know, so that's the beautiful part of self part, and you, you get to share it with laptops. If you know, as you're journeying, whether that's your children or your partner or anybody else, really. So how much of that then will depend on getting to know your partner, you know, the different personality types and just learning who this person is? Um, a lot of it, actually. And, and that's where it goes to understanding yourself, right? If that person can sit down and say, okay, I've, I've done you know, this personality test online, which I really love as well, um, and different types of tests that you can take online and so forth for free. And, you know, when that, that person gets to know themselves, you know, then they can also explain it so a lot of it is, um, yeah, just getting to know your partner and asking questions, you know, what makes you feel loved, what makes you supported, what are your goals, yeah. You know, I really encourage anybody in a relationship to sit down and have this conversation um, with your partners and, and people you're in relationship with and say, this is what I want to achieve, this is what makes me feel feel loved, this is what makes me feel safe, you know, this is what makes me feel supported, this is what makes me feel important, and this is what I really just want to see happening in our lives as well as a unit, you know, and say, those goals together mm-hmm. or have a vision board or something um so make time for those things as well and make time for 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 yourself good goals and have routines as well in your relationships you know um in order to kind of maintain those self um what do you call them, the self-care and self-love things within the relationship um so meaning that you know, once you identify the things that you you want to see in your relationship, those things are not just going to happen. You know, they don't just fall into place. You have to action them and say, okay, when I say um, this is my, my self-care in the area of my emotions, you know, in my relationship-wise, you know, we have to set time and say, mm. we're going to talk about emotions. How are you feeling today? You know, how was your day? Those questions are so important, you know. And you kind of become like each other's coaches in a sense just by asking questions. Um, how can I love you better? How can I support you in this area? Um, what are your goals? What are some of the things you want to see happen this year? What are some of the things you want to see what are some of the things I should expect this month? And what are some of the things you want to see actualizing? Um, all those types of things. Yeah, I guess this, it adds to that sentiment that uh, love alone is not enough <laughs> in a relationship. Mm. Uh, let's talk then how to practice, the, the you know, if we can give just practical direct tips on how to practice self-care in uh, relationships. So we spoke about taking time to be solo. We spoke about communicating clearly. Uh, what else? Okay, so um, it drives down to a few questions, which is what practice? Where and when, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times things stay in our minds until we put a date, a time, <laughs> and a specific practice. You know, so first you have to identify what is it that you're going to do for those different areas of development. So, like I said, there are different areas, like your emotional, your finances is also a self-care area because we stress about that a lot. So we have to take care of that as well, and just you know make sure that's secure for us. Um, your spiritual routine, your 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 sensory routines, meaning, you know, um, what the things that appeal to your senses, you know, like time to listen to music, time mm. time to bubble bath and do all those things, you know, what you see, taste, touch, smell, self-care that you can see, taste, touch, smell. So that's your sensory routines and all of that. So what practice are you going to put in place in order to take care of that area of your personal development, you know? So that's things like that feel very, you know, some people 
it just feels like you've done them naturally, right? And sometimes when we lose track and like maybe are going through a tough season, that's when it becomes difficult. So that's why it's quite important to say, okay, what practice? You know, am I going to read a book in the morning to make sure that I'm developing intellectually? Um, am I going to, you know, meditate on Sundays? <laughs> am I going to mm. do yoga, you know, on this day? Or are we in a relationship? Are we going to go and do yoga? What's our practice? Do we go to church? You know, if that's what we, we believe in. Um, what are we doing to kind of maintain? So identify the practice for your relationship. You know, the practice could be, I mean, when you say practice, it sounds like, you know, hey, something hectic, but it really is just saying, yeah, what are like you going to do? sounds like No, it's just like, you know, the questions that I ask, you know, on, on, are we going to have an appreciation session, you know, on, on Saturdays, you know, and just connect and ask each other emotional questions so that we can really touch base and get to, you know, speak into each other's different areas of development. And then where, you know, where are you going to do it and when are you going to do it? Put a date and a time. If you don't put dates, you know, for example, you say, you know, I always say maybe some of the people that I work with that, you know, set maybe a monthly goal uh, and then there's your annual goals and there's your weekly goals, right? Mm. So you make sure you look at into what are some of the practices, what are our weekly practices for this area? You know, once you've identified these different areas of development, what are our weekly practices, what are our monthly practices, and what are the what are our yearly practices? Like, for example, going away, you know, going on a retreat, um, connecting on a vacation, um, you know, doing a goal-setting session annually with your partner like a, a visual boarding session um, what are the things that what are our exercise routines on a weekly basis on a daily basis is your self-care stuff right mm-hmm. I mean you don't have to do the bubble bath thing you don't have to give your partner a massage you know um, once every two years or something you know it can literally be every single day that you're doing something that nurtures and supports in the relationship and you know and when do we go and plan these things so basically to use those questions, what, when, and where, and, and where, you know, yeah. um, that kind of directs you to say, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. This is when we're going to be doing. And I, again, I advise daily, weekly, monthly, and annually, and look into what fits into that, you know, exercise, fitness routine, all that stuff. When someone is close to you, you know, the natural thing or natural response for a human being is when you're stressed out, you take it out on them. How do we deal with that? When you're dealing with stress as an individual, whatever's going on at work, whatever's happening with family, uh, because not everybody talks uh, freely and openly. Sometimes you, you might take it out on your partner because they're the closest person to you. How do we deal with that? So the stress is, is that, yeah, that you're right about, you know, the first person that feels that we are first is the people that are like with our loved ones, you know, the people closest to us. Mm. So I'd say practice self-awareness, you know, check in with yourself. And the only way to practice self-awareness is to ask yourself the important questions. You know, what am I feeling? Am I reacting to what this person is saying? Am I reacting to other things? You know, because sometimes you really just, you're doing this, you're so loud today, you're doing that. And Sometimes it's really just us, but we can't identify that if we don't check in with ourselves and and really say, touch touch base with our emotions. There is no, you know, shortcut to that. And also pay attention, you know, it can't be everybody in your life that's just like frustrating you. Sometimes you need to stop and say, is it me? You know, is is this something that's stressing me right now? Is this something that I'm struggling with right now? Is there an area in my life which I need to, to ask for support? You know, and that's what our relationships are there for, to support us. You know, whether that's your friendships, as well to say, let me reach out for support and ask this person if maybe they can assist us 
with um, dropping off the kids or something this right now because I have this deadline and I'm, you know, I'm really struggling. Let me ask for support at home to say, can you help out with, you know, dishes and, and can you help out with dropping off the kids at school? Can you help out with whatever support it is? You know, I need you to hold me accountable in this area. I'm struggling in this area. Use your relationships to support you rather than to be like a punching bag, which really changes the dynamic of, of that relationship in particular. And also practice self-awareness by journaling, you know, check in yeah. with yourself and ask yourself questions and write these things down what am i feeling what am i going through right now um and how what support do i need and um what am i giving myself permission to do you know because once you identify the stresses it's good you know so it's like okay how am i going to address this situation at work take actionable things you know that you can do to actually change the situation because if we don't do that it feels like you're going in a circle right because you never actually did anything about it you felt it you saw it you acknowledged it but did you do anything about it is there a conversation that you need to have with yourself with somebody um, is there you need to take a break you know um, is there something that you need to do that is actionable that will allow you to relieve those stresses you know because it's good to identify stresses but do something about it or give yourself permission yeah. to do something or speak to a professional if needs be all right so how do people connect with you then uh, social media handles and your website Yes, um, people can visit um, my website, which is www.evetalu, that's Y-V-E-T-E-A-L-O-E.co.za, or on social media, it's evete underscore A-L-O-E. And yeah, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. Awesome. Let's leave it there for now. Until we chat again, thanks so much, Yvette. Thank you so much for us and to your listeners to joining us this morning. Awesome. Yvette Rachikopa, NLP practitioner, talking uh, self-love, self-care and relationships in our Wellness Corner feature. This is Sound Awake uh, just uh, before, 20 minutes before the top of the hour.